Hey, it's Free Ride Friday today, so make sure you hang on to the end of the episode to see who won this week's Free Ride to the $100 MBA training and community. You too can win a free ride. Just give us an iTunes rating and review. You can learn how to do that at 100mba.net slash show. We got a great episode for you today. Let's jump right into it. Show, the preferred podcast for those who actually want to learn how to build a business with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today, you will learn how to create a successful blog. Last episode, we talked about the five reasons why you should start a blog. Now that you know you need to start one, how to create a successful one. I'm going to go through my seven key principles of a successful blog. You do these seven and you'll have it made in the shade. Let's get down to business. In the last episode, I mentioned the five reasons why you should start a blog and how it can really help your business. doesn't matter if you're online or offline. So if you missed that episode, make sure you check it out. But this episode, we're going to focus on how to create a successful blog. Anybody could start a blog. It takes five minutes to have a blog on your hands. But how do you make sure you're not wasting your time, that you're actually having success with your blog and it's helping your business and helping revenue? So today, I'm going to go through my seven key principles to a successful blog. If you do these seven, your blog will help your business grow and bring in more revenue because it will be your marketing arm of your business. We talked about blog is like your publication. It's like your own little newsletter or newspaper or media company because you could put anything in a blog, but video, you could put audio, and this all will promote the business or the product that you're selling. When I say promote, I don't mean some kind of like scammy promotion tactics uh, to sell people on whatever you're doing. I'm actually saying you're going to be providing useful information that builds trust and a credibility and allows people to want to buy from you because they now trust you and see you as an authority. All right, let's get into the seven key principles right now. The first one is successful blogs solve a problem or address a need or desire. So obviously your business, your products, your offerings, your services solve a problem or a need or a desire. So your blog needs to do the same. It needs to be actually helping people, adding value, something that people can actually say, hey, I really love reading this blog because it's helping me. It's solving a problem or addressing something that I want, something I desire. A successful blog is like a successful TV program. One of the shows that Nicole and I love to watch is Anthony Bourdain's No Reservations. So he goes around the world and he tries different foods from different countries. You learn so much about different cultures. So you become addicted to the show because it's so good and so useful. It's not solving a problem, but it's fulfilling. I'm learning something. It's fulfilling a desire for me to learn. So your blog has to be the same way. So make sure when you're publishing your blog, be it written, be it video, be it audio, whatever it is, that you're addressing a problem, that you're actually solving something, you're adding value to somebody's life. The second key to a successful blog is having outstanding content or better. Often people just do a blog for the sake of doing blogs. But to stand out, you got to make sure that you're putting out your best work. You have to try your very best to write the best article ever. Imagine Forbes magazine or Entrepreneur Magazine, or a magazine from your industry. Say, for example, you're in the food industry and a famous food magazine or a website reached out to you and said, hey, I would love for you to write an article for our blog or for our website or for our magazine. You would probably prepare and write and make sure this article is outstanding. It's an amazing article. It's an amazing piece of content. 
you have to do the same for your blog every single time you publish. That's how you're going to stand out because when somebody, if one person reads it and says, wow, this is an amazing article, it's so helpful, they're going to feel compelled to share it with their friends and family. You have to have outstanding content to the point that it compels people to share it and that's what's called viral content. So that should be your goal. Now, I'm not saying every single thing you're going to publish is going to be incredible and people are going to share it around the world. I'm saying you should strive for that. It shouldn't just be, I need to write something today for my blog. Let me write anything and put it up there. That's a very easy way for you to lose subscribers and readership on your blog. So make sure you're putting up the best content that you can. The third key is that successful blogs are different. They differentiate themselves in some way. They stand out in some way. It could be in the tone of your message. It could be in your personality. It could be maybe you're funny. Maybe you have uh, funny pictures that you put up there. Maybe you're very personal and you include stories about your pets. You know, uh, one of the most successful bloggers is best-selling author Seth Godin. And the way he was different is that his blog posts are very short. Sometimes his blog posts are like two sentences, right? But that's what kind of made him different. So try to be different in some way. Try to differentiate in a way that adds value. Just don't be different for the sake of being different. So when people visit your blog, they say, wow, this is something I haven't seen before, or this is something I'm not used to. This is interesting. Let me keep on reading. Let me subscribe. Create some sort of sense of surprise and differentiation. All right, the fourth key of a successful blog is that successful blogs connect with readers. You need to make sure that you're connecting with readers. Don't have so much distance with your readers. That means sometimes being vulnerable talking about some of the things you're struggling with, talking about your personal life sometimes, maybe. Throw in some personal stories or experiences into your articles. Maybe even ask your readers, what do you think? Ask them to comment on your, on your posts. It doesn't have to be clinical. It doesn't have to be, here's an article on how to do something. Now go and do it. It could be personal as well. Connecting with readers creates a sense of community, and a community is very, very powerful when it comes to business. And we talked about this in the last episode. So make sure your blog connects with your readers. All right, number five. Successful blogs have killer headlines. Now, this may sound superficial, but even major publications like the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, these publications have a staff of people to write headlines for articles because they know that headlines draw people in. They need to make sure... That that the headlines connect with people and get them interested to keep on reading. A headline buys you time. When you, somebody sees a headline on your blog or a headline about a post that you have, that you're advertising about on social media, say for example you post your blog post on Facebook, you're going to add your headline. The headline's got to attract them enough to say, hey, I want to read this article, let me click on the link. So don't take headlines lightly. I'm not saying trying to trick people, don't lie on your headlines, but be creative with your headlines. Try to take the time to craft a headline that encompasses the best values or the best points in your article to get them going, to get them attracted to read more, to know more. There are two blogs I want you to take a look at when you get a chance that have great headlines. One is justinjackson.ca. A friend of mine has a great blog, has great headlines. The other one is Paul Jarvis's website, pjrvs.com. 
And he has some really amazing headlines, too, on his blog. Both of these guys were guest teachers on The $100 MBA, so quick shout-out to you guys. Thank you so much, Paul and Justin. So take a look at their headlines. They're not scammy or misleading, but they're original, and they're enticing. When I look at their headlines, I always read their articles, so they seem interesting. And the article is often more interesting than the headline. I don't know how they do that, because the headline is pretty interesting. Just to give you a few examples, I'm going to read out three headlines that are on Paul Jarvis's blog. Here's the first headline. The most useful business advice you'll ever get from me. How can you not click on that one, right? Here's another one. Why I'm so negative about positivity. For me, that's just so interesting. I mean, I want to read about that because, you know, sometimes I feel that way too. Like, oh, I try to be positive so much and I don't know if it's useful. I'm mixed about it. Very enticing. And the third headline is sales advice from the world's crappiest salesperson, a.k.a. me. For me, that entices me to read. I mean, because I want to hear what this advice is, and it just already sounds funny. So I I want to. I'm sure the article will be just as funny as the headline. So you get the point. So make sure you take the time to craft killer headlines. Number six, successful blogs are well designed and branded. Let me be clear. Well designed doesn't mean it has to be fancy with all this like animation and all this stuff and very expensive. It doesn't have to be expensive. It can be very minimalist. The two sites that I mentioned, pjrvs.com and justinjackson.ca, are very clean and very simple. They're not cluttered with a lot of things that distract you, like Twitter feeds and, you know, Flickr feeds and all this other stuff and ads on the side and all these things really uh, can distract people from the content. So make sure it's well-designed and well-branded as well, that your brand is there, that you have your logo. It can be simple and clean, but you can have your little personal touch. A well-designed site allows people to feel comfortable and feel like, oh, I want to hang out here for a little bit longer. And I might want to come back later too. All right, the seventh and final key is that successful blogs publish consistently. This is going to be your biggest challenge, making sure that you publish your blog posts consistently. If it's once a week, twice a week, once every two weeks, whatever it is, you need to make sure that you're publishing consistently so people know what to expect and they get what they expect. It also forces you to keep a routine and to keep on writing. Let's say, for example, you sign up for a magazine subscription, like an old school real magazine in your hand. And then one week you didn't get your subscription. Let's say, for example, it's a weekly subscription, and in one week you didn't get one. You'd obviously complain and get upset, but what if they told you, hey, yeah, we just didn't publish a magazine this week. Sorry about that. Check us next week. You'd be like, what? No, that's not what I'm expecting. I'm expecting a weekly magazine delivered to me. So the same thing goes with the blog. Make sure that you're giving them what they expect. All right, guys, to sum up, successful blogs do seven things very well. One, they solve a problem or address a need or desire. Two, they have outstanding content or better. Three, they are different. They differentiate themselves by adding value in a different way. Four, they connect with their readers. Five, they have killer headlines. They take the time to craft good headlines. Six, they're well-designed and well-branded. And seven, they publish consistently. Guys, if you found that this episode was useful or any of our episodes on The $100 MBA, we would really appreciate an iTunes rating and review. By giving us an iTunes rating and review, you really help us rank well on iTunes and get more exposure to other listeners to help them out as well. You can learn how to do that at 100mba.net slash show. Also, if you're listening from an Android, you can review us on Stitcher. Just search The $100 MBA Show and pop us a review. Guys, just a quick reminder that October 28th is our deadline for applications for the lab program. If you want to be part of our personal coaching program, you can learn more at 100mba.net slash lab. All right, guys, it's that time where we announce this week's Free Ride Friday winner. 
who won the free ride to the 100 MBA training and community. And the winner is JDVNS. JDVNS says, I know what I'm doing now. Five stars. Highly valuable, concise, and focused lessons I can apply on my work immediately. 10 minutes at a time, no filler. That's what many podcasts promise, but few deliver. Omar over delivers. The lesson, interviews, Q&As, and giveaways could be and often are sold for much more elsewhere. I have listened to many episodes multiple times now. Highly recommended. Thank you, JDVNS, for that review. And welcome to The $100 MBA. You are a winner. Your mission is to email us at contact at 100mba.net so we can hook you up with the free ride. You two guys can win a free ride. Just leave us an iTunes rating and a review and you enter the weekly draw. Also, when you leave us an iTunes rating and review, you automatically get our popular ebook on teaching and presenting, a $29 value, a gift for you for your support. Just email us at contact at 100mba.net and let us know you dropped us a rating and a review. Guys, I want to leave you with this. It's Friday. You know, it's the weekend time. So if you have some time, maybe like 30 minutes or so, I highly recommend that you sit down and just reflect for a bit and think about what does success in business look like to you? Sometimes we don't sit down and think about this. Like, well, what does success look like? Does that look like having all these employees in a huge company? Or does it look like having a lot of money? Or does it look like having X amount of money, but, you know, having flexibility and freedom to travel the world? Define what that means to you because it's really important when you're getting started to know what success looks like. So you can match up the business that you're building. Does that business generate that kind of success? When I say that kind, I don't mean like amount of success. I'm saying that type of success. For some people, success looks like I just want to make $3,000 so I can move to Costa Rica and surf every day. That could be your vision of success. For other people, it could be like, no, I want to make $10 million a year and have you know X amount of employees and be able to travel the world while doing it in the comfort of my home. Define what success means to you. What does a successful business look like? There's no pressure here. There's no right or wrong answers. But give yourself a chance to define success in business for yourself. All right, guys, I'll check you in the next episode. Take care.